0: Testing, testing 2547. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, um, uh, okay, thank you. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, you that are just now coming on, um, sorry to tell you that um, I have been on here speaking for about two hours. And,. Um, I guess somehow um, there is a, one of the buttons that got pressed that stopped the broadcast. And I don't know how that happened, but it happened. And my two hours of, uh, of, uh, of teaching and preaching here today uh, has <laughs> gone out on the uh, radio waves of the air. And I'm sure that that will have its time and its place and, and its power. And that uh, is application. So we're going to uh, just try to think positive and not think negative. Uh, the, the actual purpose of having this broadcast today was um, to just get something down and record it so that uh, people could go back and listen to it and uh, apply that. Uh, I was um, uh, speaking out of Revelations. I read several chapters there, and and the uh, MIV Bible on that. Uh, I don't know that I will go back into that at this uh, juncture tonight. But uh, the the, uh, title of this um, uh, teaching uh, is um, Manifest Talk. So I might share with some of you people uh, the story about how some of this all came to be. I think you'll find that very interesting. Well, going back many, many, many years ago, uh, I received uh, a, a divine message, almost like you receive prophecies. And uh, this this message said that there was going to be an angel uh, that would that would reveal to me uh, a manifest. Well, at the time, I really had not much heard of the word manifest, and I had no idea. Of what manifest with me of course I've heard of the term manifesto sort of like what Luther did in the church and and uh, was done over you know in Russia Uh, not uh, too interested in either one of those two propositions but I thought in terms that this manifest that I was revealed to be uh, revealed to someday might uh, have to do with you know, with maybe being one or two pages, uh, maybe something, uh, you know, of instructions. And that's what I was expecting the manifest to be. But anyway, um, I went years and years uh, not uh, hearing or, or having any additional uh, things uh, be revealed to me uh, other than... Uh, what I had I had given and I had uh, uh, expected, uh, you know, by this prophecy, I would given out this information to people and they would keep saying to me, "Oh, well, when's this manifest going to happen?" And I would say, "I have no idea, you know, uh, maybe it won't happen till I'm an old man, uh, or I just don't know." Well, um, it it came to be that. Uh, uh, I was uh, in this uh, uh, store that we were, that I owned. It was a beautiful business, uh, uh, piano, organs, guitars, and a gorgeous-looking uh, store with a neon sign out in front that at that time cost over $20,000. And in those days, that was a lot of money. Volume has to be turned down over here. Turn it off or just down. Turn it, Turn your volume off. Okay. Now um, okay, that now. that that looks like a that looks like a a better situation. Uh, I was getting a lot of echo. Um, <laughs> this has been quite the night to try to get something on. Uh, I think I just got rid of the echo. Go check and let me see. Okay, so that sounds that's like better. I, I had an echo coming in here, and uh, now we got rid of that. Uh, <laughs> let me go on with this story. I hope it wasn't too uh, uh, chattered up for you with all that echo business, but uh, it had an effect anyway. Okay, so uh, I was in this beautiful store that we owned, and uh, it was in California, and uh, I received a... Uh, I heard an audible voice, and uh, when I heard this audible voice, I was actually upstairs in the mezzanine uh, sitting there at my desk working on um, accounts receivable, and I heard this voice, uh, and it, it sounded like sort of the description you get in the Revela- book of Revelations, the sound of many living waters, and it was like uh, it was like a thousand voices speaking at the same time, and it said, I hand you a dove. You shall go to Canada. Well, I was shocked. And when I closed the store, I walked home because I only lived a few blocks away. And I lived on Walnut Street. And this was in Stockton, California. And um, I, when I got into the home, my wife was had the ironing board up. And she was ironing. And I said, what would you think if I told you that we might be closing this business and moving from here and she stopped ironing and she says you're serious and I said yes and I told her this experience of this voice that I received and I just didn't know you know what that could uh, possibly mean I had no idea about Canada never done any study on it Uh, I thought it was mostly igloos and I was uh, pleasantly um, surprised when I found out that uh, even pretty far up, even above the 55th parallel, uh, they had, um, you know, uh, some of the stores and restaurants that that we were familiar with in the States. Like, I could hardly believe that they had a McDonald's all the way up in the north, above the 55th parallel. Well, um, anyway, I began to learn some things. So I put the store up for sale. It was not easy to find anybody that could... Buy that much merchandise, but we eventually got it worked out. And uh, I was told to go uh, to Spokane, Washington. So we uh, we headed for Spokane, Washington, and um, we uh, decided, you know, that uh, we'd just worry about finding a place to stay after we got there. I uh, I stopped at this service station just on the outskirts of Spokane, Washington. And the fellow says, looks like you're moving. He says, where are you moving to? I said, well, we're moving right here to Spokane, Washington. He says, well, did you check this out in advance? Do you have a place to go? I said, no. He says, well, he said, there's a crisis here, housing crisis. He said, there is nothing available, no rentals, no homes. He said, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, a pretty difficult thing. He said, you'd have to probably find some... Uh, a smaller town in close proximity to it, but he said, I don't think you'll find a place here. Well, I didn't let that bother me, and we went to a motel that night. The next morning, we picked up a newspaper, and uh, when I picked up this newspaper, and I was looking, and there was only about three ads in there uh, for places for rent, but one of them uh, started lighting up and flashing, and then uh sort of moving in and out almost like it would it was an accordion playing, and I says that's the place that's the sign from God that's where we're going to be going. Well, the gentleman that was helping me move from Stockton to uh spokane washington uh he was just aghast at that kind of a uh, attitude he said he says uh Let's not move this truck and all these goods over to this place. Let's just drive out there, you know, and and check it out. And I said, no, no, no. I said, this is the place that we're going to go, and uh, we're going to be living there. And uh, so I said, I'm going to call the fellow right now or whoever it is that has the property. So I got on the phone, and I called. And um, this uh, gentleman answered. And I said, yeah, hello, this is Jerry Lee. And I said, uh, "I'm the party that uh, I'm calling about your 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 uh, home for rent, and uh, I'm the party that uh, is intended to, uh, to have this uh, this place available for us." And he said, "Oh, just a minute." He said, uh, uh, "I don't think that I probably would be able to help you. Um, we don't actually live in town here. We live about 300 and some odd miles away, and we're here." just for the purpose of renting this place. We are the owners, and we've left it, um, you know, unoccupied uh, because we just didn't want anything to happen to our home uh, because sometimes the renters are very destructive, and, and uh, we've prayed about this. And God has revealed to us that there's a certain uh, uh, person or persons that's going to come and rent this place, and we're waiting for that person. I said, that's great. I said, that's us. We're the ones. He says, well, uh, you know, he says if you want to come and talk with me, he says, I'll I'll see. I says, okay. Well, we're coming. And I got instructions. We drove over there. And um, um, we um, uh, pulled the trucks and all that in. And and the fellow came out. He says, well, you're pretty confident. And I said, "Well, I, I am the one. I am the one that uh, that uh, God has spoken to you because God spoke to us." And I told him that story. And as we're talking, he got a total witness that in fact we were the ones that God had told him to go and prepare the place because he was sending a, a man of God, a prophet, and, and I was to uh, he was to rent it to us. And so we ended up renting that place, and uh, we liked it very much. It was a nice home. Uh, and one night, as we were asleep, um, I heard someone walking out in the, the, the gravel of the street. And uh, I knew it was an angel. Just my, my perception, knew it was an angel. And I was sitting up in bed and listening, <clears throat> and the, whistle, the angel began to whistling as he walked. And my wife woke up and said, what's going on? What is it? I said, oh, go on back to sleep. It's okay. She says, no. She said, something's happening. What is it? I said, listen. So we both heard the walking angel, and we both heard the uh, the whistling. And um, then after that ended, and after a while, we went back to sleep. Um, I didn't feel to go out. I felt that I wasn't to do that. So I didn't. Um, the In a, few, a week or so, um uh, there was another experience that happened, and it was like I was asleep. My wife was asleep. Uh, this angel evidently opened the door to our uh, room, walked in, and tapped my wife on her shoulder, and uh, and it woke her up. And she turned around and was looking. She thought first. She thought she says, uh, "Did you? Did are you trying to wake me up?" And I woke up and says, "No." And then she looked and she just saw this the angel of light just. Walk out the door just at that instant, and and so we knew that it was an angel, and so I said, well, you know what, this could be, the, the holy manifest revelation that I'm supposed to get, but the angel is saying I'm supposed to, be alone, so, um, we um, uh, we decided for me to go out into this, uh, little um, uh, trailer, that that we had. Uh, it was going to be what we were going to, we were going to uh, take to Canada because we were there in Spokane only for a temporary period of time, waiting on the leaving of the Lord. Then we were going to head on up into Canada and um, So I went on out into this trailer and it had a little small uh, bed and uh, i i didn 't fast i didn 't uh, do any special uh, preparation. Um, because you see I'm the kind of person that I don't believe that you can earn these things of God. I believe that uh, that uh, it's, it's God who uh, has justified you, it's God who has called you, it's God who uh, who uh, glorifies you and and that is done regardless of of what you are once that spirit of of anointing, is put upon you, and and it is your call of destiny. So, uh, I went to sleep, <laughs> and a very bright light, very bright light, like someone turning on a very bright light, I uh, came on in the trailer, and I woke up, and I was trying to th- think, you know, where is that bright light coming from? Well, um, I looked over to the side of my bed, and there was a a wall of light uh, of the nature you could not see through that light. And I realized that this must be something to do with this divine uh, angel revelation. Something was happening. And uh, I sat up on the on the bed, on the edge of the bed with my feet touching the floor, and the, the wall of light was just uh, maybe you know, a foot away, I could have reached into it. And I thought about reaching into it just to feel it, to see what it was like. And uh, so I I lifted up my arm and it started to go toward that light and this voice said, do not touch the light. Uh, at this time you are unclean and you are not to touch the light. And uh, then this voice began to speaking to me on the other side of the light. And this voice says, I am Gabriel, the archangel. And I have come to, <clears throat> to put the holy manifest into your mind. And uh, you will not remember these things that I have put in there until the day of the manifest to be that is to be revealed comes upon you. And then it, it shall come upon you in parts and pieces of, of word. And as it does, you are to write these things down. Well, uh, when I was through with that ordeal uh, and and it just all sort of disap- disappeared, uh, I, it was quite late at night. and In fact, early in the morning, I didn't want to wake up my wife by coming into the house. So I just laid back down. And I went back to sleep. The next morning, several people had showed up. And they were all asking me, well, did the angel come? And I said, yes, he did. Oh, wow. So what did he look like? I never saw him. Really? So what did he have to say? I don't know. Well, what do you mean you don't know? Well, he put it into my mind, and I don't remember any of it. And I'll tell you, that must have sounded like a total fake-out to those people. That I was embarrassed, but I was just telling them the way it was. That was the truth. That's the way it happened. And several years went by. And one night, as uh, we were living in, uh, we, we had been up to Canada, and we had come back, and we were living in uh, uh, Indiana, and I was uh, just getting ready. Uh, my wife was already in bed. I was just getting ready to go to bed myself. I reached up, and I turned off the lantern. As soon as I turned it off, this voice began to speaking to me. In words I had never heard before. When the electro waves of the soundtron are electro-synchronized to the internal and external particles of fire, a circuit is produced. These circuits uh, are, are the ways that angels travel faster than the speed of light across space. And when I heard that, I just shuddered. And I reached back to the lamp, and I turned it on, and, and, and uh, my wife said, What is it, honey? What is it? I said, I need a pen. I need a pen and paper. It's urgent. I've got to write something down so I don't forget it. And uh, we found paper and pencil, and I began to write all of that down. When the electromagnetic waves of the soundron are electro-synchronized to the internal and external particles of fire, a circuit is produced, and these are the circuits that the angels travel faster than the speed of light. Wow, and that was the beginning. From that time on, bits and pieces, and, and sometimes a whole page of manifest would come to me, and I would write it down as fast as I could. And uh, as a result of that, the Holy Manifest was written, and, and there is still uh, manifest being written. Not everything that I receive is of that manifest revelation. But but uh, I'm still receiving things that were put into my mind, even to this day. So it's, it's, it was an incredible uh, experience. Uh, you know, if anybody has a problem believing that, you know, that isn't my problem. That's their problem. And I'm just telling it the way it is and the truth. And And we've seen many incredible miracles happen from this. Uh, it has been <clears throat> a most wonderful, engaging, exciting uh, situation, uh, almost uh, beyond uh, belief to imagine, so so uh, I, I thank God for all you that are uh, still clinging on and listening to this uh, broadcast uh, I really didn't uh, do this broadcast with intent of um, of of, uh, uh, of there being a lot of listeners, I just uh, did it with the intent of, uh, of there being a um, a recording made that people could play back and they could listen to and enjoy. Uh, So in this uh, manifest uh, talk tonight, as we're calling this, uh, you know, uh, it has been an interesting life uh, following the leading of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit has told us where to go, when to go, uh, when we were to find sometimes uh, a certain location, we'd be told ahead of time, we'd be told there, you're, you're you're going to uh, come to a certain place where there's a divide in the road or, or you're going to come to a certain place uh, where a certain sign is going to happen or you're going to come to a certain place where these buildings uh, uh, exist and uh, there are certain uh, descriptions. There were certain descriptions given to us so that you know you cannot make a mistake or confuse it with any others. Those are the type of things that we have had happen uh, in uh, our life, and and still many profound things uh, such as that continue uh, to occur. Um, I was sharing earlier, uh, you know, I think it was very interesting uh, because it was out of Revelations, and it's where it talks about. Uh, you know the angel taking, putting his hand on uh, Lucifer and binding uh, Lucifer and and uh, casting him into the bottomless pit. And I was talking about that and describing how that uh, so many of the Christian-minded people have been into the idea of get thee behind me, Satan, uh, but very few have ever thought of having enough power or grace or, or uh, word of God in them to be able to go out and put their hand upon Satan and bind him and cause him to be bound within a perimeter of space for a thousand years or a thousand generations. And I said, you know, this is not just to be an event that happens at the end of time. Uh, that doesn't mean it won't happen at the end of time, but this is to be a event that that uh, specific and, and, and believing persons uh, can use uh, to defeat Satan in their lifetime. Uh, years and years ago, God revealed this thing to me. Uh, he, re- he revealed this thing to me about uh, having power over satanic forces and how that, that uh, that uh, if when I was had a whole bunch of people I was praying for and sometimes I would run across someone that, that was demon-possessed and the demons would not want to leave. So then I would just say to the demons, All right, I'm going, to, I'm going to give you one more chance. When I give you the order to leave this body, if you do not leave it, then I'm going to command for your spirits to be bound in space for a thousand generations, and you will not be able to leave that space. You'll be bound in that uh, space for that time. And uh, and you know, I found that when I said things like that, uh, it was incredible because uh, the, um, the the demons would just they would just flee. They would just leave the bodies. They would not stay in there. They could not uh, stand to even think of such a thing happening, and they very well knew the, knew the Scripture. So we do have the power uh, to to use that kind of, of authority, and, and uh, <clears throat> it um, is certainly uh, something that makes us different from those that are just saying, uh, get behind me, Satan. Yes, there's a time for that and a vice for that, Uh, you know, uh, was things that Jesus told the people that were raw beginners. But then there comes a time that we advance beyond that raw beginning state, and we get into this uh, place of authority. And that was one of the things that was always referred to of the disciples of Jesus. Uh, That not only did Jesus speak with, with, with authority, but the disciples of Jesus also spoke with authority, and that was the thing that uh, allowed people to realize these must be uh, the followers of Jesus because they spoke with the authority like Jesus did, and there is a place in God <coughs> that we uh, come into that place of speaking authority and and uh, and uh, uh, telling these forces of darkness, uh, uh, you're done, you're finished, <coughs> you're you're leaving out of here, and if you don't leave. Uh, I'm going to lay hold on you with the word of God, and you're going to bind you for a thousand generations. <coughs> I usually say a thousand years, not a thousand generations, because that would be the whole time of the um, uh, of, of of the um, of Abraham's bosom. It'd be the whole time of Abraham's bosom, and that wouldn't be quite uh, a practical thing that I think God would allow. But a thousand generation, a thousand years is not out of line. Okay, so those are some of the manifest talk type of things that is interesting, you know, to talk about. Uh, There are so many, many things that can be said. There have been so many signs and wonders that we have seen. I think one of the neatest experiences that we had uh, in church was with the angel of the presence. Uh, The angel of the presence is your spirit and and uh, it is the angel of the presence because that is a spirit that has taken on these on the body uh, and you're in a state of amnesia but you're in that body in order to be born again from above and and in order to uh, become uh, a full olenim again uh, because you were a creating creator, creator Olenim that came here to create but got got sidetracked by by Lucifer and and uh, his beauty and his tricks, but anyway, it is it is so very important when we put this whole thing together, understanding the authority that we are to have, understanding the the application of how these things uh, apply and do not apply, uh, understanding that that uh, the angel, of the presence that is within us. Uh, is real and and uh, one time we had a meeting and in this meeting we we said, uh, we said to the people in this meeting uh, okay um, uh, we're going to God has, has shown me to um, have a special service today with the angel of the presence. We've had so many of you people that have made statements about how you have seen the angel of the presence. Uh, coming up out of my body and and you see it to the side as it's partially up out of my body and appears to you and you've seen this angel and the auras that go with it and all of that but I want to show you that uh, that uh, this is not just something that is exclusive uh, for me and I'm going to choose 10 people out of the congregation here and God is going to allow the angel of presence to rise up out of every person of those ten that I call forward. And this will be volunteers. I'm not going to name anyone. And you come forward and you stand up here. God is going to cause the angel of presence to visibly be able to be seen as it rises up out of the body and goes all the way up and touches the ceiling of the church. And that just seemed like an impossible thing, but I knew it wasn't because God had told me that's what he was going to do. So ten people came up and as they stood there and The power of the Holy Spirit was just anointing and moving one by one. uh, The angel of the presence began to come up through the body, and and you could see it reach up and touch the ceiling and come back down into the body. It was just the most incredible, incredible thing that could ever be imagined. And uh, uh, as the people began to see these things actually happening, uh, they were just astounded. And I said, now the reason God has allowed me to do this is because I prayed, for God to allow this gift to happen to other people because I don't want to be made a guru. I don't want people to think I have some exclusive thing over other people and these other people can't exercise and experience the same wonderful uh, things. And so God uh, heard that prayer and allowed uh, that to be the case so that uh, these people would um, uh, would be able to also enjoy uh, having experienced the angel of the presence being seen rising out of them, out of their bodies. <clears throat> and many other times, with many other kinds of ministries, uh, I have asked for the angel of the presence to be able to be seen. So like in this recent uh, trip uh, to the Father's house and this thing of the, of the phantom uh, uh, spirit, uh, it is so important. To understand the real meaning of that. And I suggest if there's any of you people listening tonight, and I'm surprised to have any listeners, because we basically said we weren't going to have this meeting, but we did just briefly mention that we'll be doing this uh, manifest talk uh, tonight on the station. And then we had a real problem getting into it, because somehow uh, the stop button accidentally got pressed, and I did not know that I was not being heard and recorded uh, even though I had started this teaching at 6 o'clock tonight and been and been preaching and teaching through the MIV Bible all that time and then found out here just not too long ago <laughs> that, that that was not coming through, that the stop button ac- uh, evidently had been accidentally pressed. But that's okay because everything works out to the beauty and, and the wonder of God. And uh, I, I I don't believe that I put that message out on the airwaves in vain. Uh, even though it didn't go over the channel, it went out through the airwaves, and it will affect the area I'm in and other places around about uh, and in the world, I'm sure, because uh, it is the Word of God, and the Word of God is powerful. So uh, I'll tell you this uh, One next thing, uh, 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 if I see a bunch of uh, people clicking off (laughs) of the viewers, uh, I will not uh, uh, be shocked because this is pretty far out. Uh, But I started to say before I say that, uh, get on to the blog that's on. There's this blog that has just been put on, and it's called Stars Forever. And you want to read that blog. It's a really... um, uh, long blog, and it's intense and full of scriptures, and it's explaining things and giving giving scriptures about uh, the um, the phantom spirit thing and and how that that has Bible uh, legitimacy to it, and uh, all of the meanings of the whys and the wherefores of why we did uh, some of the things as we did in the preparation and on the journey to the Father's house in this uh, recent uh, journey that we made uh, through time and space. Uh, anyway, back to this thing on the, the uh, Angel of the Spirit. So here I am in this in the uh, service, the church service, and, and the place is, you know, uh, full of people. And so I said, now I'm going to do something. And you look around, you'll see that there's no photographic equipment that we have in here. There's no way that we could put a sort of hologramic figure out here. We have no equipment for that. This is going to be something that's, as far as I know, I never heard of ever being done before. And I said, I'm going to cause the angel of my presence to come out and to minimize itself as a little small figure, about maybe four or five, six inches uh, tall, and dance on the corner of the piano. And I said, you're going to be able to see it with your own eyes, not imagine it, see it, and then you're going to know, got a question, of a shadow of a doubt. Now, this angel of the presence is not going to be able to stay uh, out of my body very long, because uh, the Bible is very clear in James that the, that the spirit cannot be out of the body before a short period of time. Uh, we know that uh, that um, Paul. Uh, experienced out-of-body experience. Uh, he went out of the body, and the Bible says he, he went to the uh, Corinth church and beheld their order. And uh, uh, so there's lots of Bible for this, uh, and it's a beautiful thing. But anyway, here we go, back to the church. Here I am standing up there. I said what I did, and someone might say, well, that's a lot of nerve to you know, you wonder if it wouldn't happen. I never think about wonder if something wouldn't happen because I have the total confidence that when I receive something from God and God has given me the unction, I don't even think about it not happening. I know it will happen. So there I was, and I closed my eyes, and I said, now let it begin. The spirit of my presence, this angelic presence, uh, came out of the body, and uh, out of my body, and went over to the piano, and this little six, uh, maybe seven-inch figure began to dancing around on the piano, and people could see it, and they were shouting, and and some people just almost screaming because they were just shocked that anything like that could ever happen. And then, of course, it came back into the body. Well, you could better understand that if you read all the scriptures that were given uh, on this new blog called Stars Forever. Uh, you want to be sure to read that and 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 something else, folks. Um, it's very very important. Um, not only you listening here tonight, but you that'll be playing this uh, uh, broadcast and replaying it. That 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 you uh, participate in comments because uh, your comments are what we need to be able to to uh, decipher and analyze. Uh, how the messages are being understood, and and we're not offended if you say something that you consider to be negative. Uh, we're not offended by that, uh, but you know, uh, if you just be honest and just say, you know, this is this is what how it was with me. I was just talking long distance on the telephone uh, to a very wonderful um, uh, person who's been following this ministry for a while, and uh, he was just forthright being honest with me, and he was saying, you know, I had a lot of uh, questions and, and possibly, you know, even doubt uh, as to this thing about, uh, you know, people living on planets and other worlds and, and about, you know, these Ziths that are spacecraft, and said, you know, I wanted to believe, but he said, I just had a hard time uh, you know, formulating it in my mind and putting it together to 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 make sense in this world in which we live today as something that could happen. but after I took that the father's house trip and I began to experience and see as I experienced and saw on this father's house trip, and i when I came back from that, he says then i I just knew I had no problem believing that there were other worlds. And and that there were spacecraft that were flying back and forth between uh, these other worlds. He says, I I just, it was all clear to me. And he began to also share some other experiences that he said. Uh, Perhaps, you know, he is on listening here to this tonight. God bless him if he is. Uh, But the, the thing of it is, is that it's a beautiful opportunity when God opens the mind. And, and when he opens the mind and you, you come into these, you know, he that hath an ear, let him hear. He, you know, uh, he that has eyes, let him see. Um, when you begin to come into that kind of, of, of insight and revelation and vision, uh, it is such a glory-to-glory a glory experience, uh, such a moving of the spirit experience, such an anointing kind of experience that it is lattice-changing. It does change you from the creature you are. And day by day and week by week, month by month, year by year, as you emerge into this kind of understanding and believing, uh, you become more and more a a new creation and a new person. And uh, that is what I already see happening to some of the people that have been on these blogs and have been uh, reading uh, the, the, uh, the Manifest book. Uh, the Seven Thunders' uh, manifest chronicles before Genesis book, because uh, I, you know they talk different than when they first came on. They think different. Uh, they can visualize things. They can. Um, they make uh, some. Some of the people make beautiful comments, and uh, I can tell you right now that um, uh, it is it is very important uh, that that. Uh, uh, these people at this time in their life are experiencing these changes because it is a destiny for them. And if they missed it, then, you know, it's sort of like be stumbling over the cliff because they needed this to get that sure footedness of the spirit and, and of their destiny. Um, you know, once in the, uh, the manifest Chronicles when uh, Gabriel is, is talking and speaking uh, to Lufer and Schro, um, he says, Sometimes it is for Tolkien that certain acts be initiated, that in clearing the past, they also clear the future. There is something about making a move, making a statement, making a decision, uh, taking a stride, that when you do it with a positive spirit, And when you do it with uh, a dedicated spirit, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, it not only has a latolution effect on you, a lattice-changing effect on you, but it affects the surrounding environment, and it affects other people. And when we get enough of God's people to come into this seven thunders revelation. When this holy manifest is deemed the importance that it is, it's going to have the potential of world changing uh, power. And it's going to have the capability to change world events. We have only begun to see how powerful uh this revelation is going to apply and this trip to the father's house uh, believe me is just a beginning and keep in mind keep in mind that um, that we're going to uh, carry on with with this um, uh, trip it's not going to just be a, a, a over and done thing uh, the uh, the blog on there called um, you know, stars forever. Uh, this part one. <coughs> There's going to be a part two also. So praise God for all of the <coughs> the hope, the expectation, uh <coughs> the super excitement, the super abundance of God's love. <coughs> it is truly the love of God that is unfolding in these revelations. It is truly the love of God that is breathing this Holy Ghost breath. And we are being baptized in the moments of our life, from holy moment to holy moment, from glory to glory. And this having had foreknowledge with God... And having been for foreknown uh, to God, and we to, to, to God, and God to us, <clears throat> is something that nothing on earth, no, no power, no force, no darkness, can take away from anyone who has the will for it not to be taken away. And you that are called, are called. And you that are destined are destined. And you that have been foreordained are foreordained. And it is from justification to justification and from glory to glory. And nothing has the power to take that away from you as long as you are willing for that not to happen. So these are exciting times to have manifest talk. It is a time of the God winds, poised and ready to blow, like on the day of the rushing mighty winds of the Pentecostal event. Uh, It is a time when these rushing winds, like a, a, a scroll, can come with such energy, that like neutrinos, they just pass through the walls of your home and enter into wherever you are. And wherever you are becomes the, 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 the sanctum, the sanctuary, <clears throat> the cathedral, uh, the bliss, the moment of epiphany. It's for all of us. Don't get the idea that it has such a high selectivity that it will never happen to you. I remember once having a a fellow who just found all of these things so near impossible. And he would say to me, am I ever going to see any of this? Am I ever going to feel any of this? I never see it. I never feel it. And I said to him, Jim, one day it'll be like what happened with the Holy Ghost when it descended as a mighty Russian wind. It will happen suddenly. And suddenly there was a sound of a mighty Russian wind. And I said, that will happen to you. And you'll begin to see these things and hear these things and experience these things. Just don't ever give up. Just don't ever turn back. Just don't ever feel like you're excluded. Just keep plugging and waiting. And one day, suddenly, It will happen to you, too. And I say that to encourage any of you other persons out there who feel that somehow you are cut out of the picture, that somehow you are not worthy or not selected uh, to be able to participate in the vision and the hearing of these things. Do not accept that. Do not take that into your being, because that is not true. You are part of those who had the foreknowledge and were foreknown of God. You are a part of those that are called, that are destined. You are a part of those that are justified. You are a part of those that are moving from glory to glory. So it is a beautiful time. And it is a beautiful moment. And it's a time that we want to never forget. We never want to forget this trip to the Father's house we never want to forget the meaning of it. We never want to forget how that this is the beginning of a new spiritual mental era of revelation. It's beyond phenomena. It's beyond uh, conditions and settings. It is the power of God stretching the heavens it is the power of God opening the doors of utterance it is the power of God speaking through the prince of peace and speaking through the love of his heart and with that kind of faith and that kind of insight and unction and anointing there is no power on earth or in the heavens that can stop it. Holy Manifest Talk. I imagine there's lots of questions that lots of people would like to ask. And I can't promise you that if you email me, I can instantly get right back to you. I will get back to you as soon as I can. But I can't promise you it would be instant because we're trying to get the Peace Bible, the Peace Manifest Bible uh finished, and it is a tremendous job. It's turning out that there is so much volume that we're going to have to put it in two books. So it's going to be an Old Testament and a New Testament, M-I-V Peace Bible, Peace Manifest Bible. But they will both be put together as one package, even though they are two books. Because if you have the one book, you need the other book. Because they're the complete whole Uh, Bible interpretation so uh, pray for us as we are working on these books pray for us that um, our goals that we have put out for for the financial needs I hate to ever have to mention this but we did publish you know that we'd like to get this published in March and uh, there's been you know some money that people have given but it's you know like right now, very little is being given by anybody. And uh, just pray. I'm not asking you to give anything. Just pray that God will open the doors for us so we can get all these incredible things published. Uh, there's, there are things in the, the Peace Manifest Bible that will just cause you to shout. And others, things that will just cause you to cry in joy. So pray for us on that. And God, God will help us. And that's all we're asking. And pray that we will be able to be a great light of healing through this Gentile revelation so that the people with cancer and terrible diseases will will be able uh, to uh, have a healing. And we, we appreciate your prayers and your insights for all of these kind of things. So, Uh, I've been going on, as I said, I started at 6, so I've been talking almost constantly for over, for probably two and a half hours. Uh, I probably am going to shortly bring this to a close, but uh, I'm sorry that there's so much of this and the most of this that did not get recorded, but we're learning. We're still learning about uh, making these uh, broadcasts work properly. And there's much more we're going to add to it. There's going to be videos at it. There's going to be um, all kinds of, uh, of, um, you know, of singing uh, from from manifest songs that's going to be added. Uh, We just uh, thank God uh, for the opportunity. Uh, We thank God for the opportunity and the and the the ability to have done that. So uh, may. uh, May God uh, uh, bless you and keep you. Get this. So I hope that uh, that you will um, get a chance to listen to this broadcast and play it back and uh, it will be very meaningful to your life and I, I pray right now that all those other words that I spoke that went out into space that the that the uh, backward energy of those will come from these words that have been uh, broadcast and recorded and will super energize them so that as you are listening to them, there will be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times uh, the interjection and blessing uh, that you will receive from those words and that they will be words that will open up your minds uh, to the word of God. May God bless you and keep you uh, next a week, I'm going to be out of town. That's why I want it so badly to get this on. Um, We did not announce this. Uh, We just wanted to, to record it. But I can see that there are people that have really tried to get on and listen to this. God bless you. We'll see and talk to you another time.